Jangana Podcast. Welcome to Jangana Podcast. I'm your host. My name is Steve. I'm a civil engineer by profession. And today I'm joined with my colleagues who will introduce themselves. Hi everyone, my name is Linda, a civil engineer by profession. I'm glad to be here. Welcome Linda. I'm Michael Auma, I'm a construction manager by profession. Welcome Mike. This is Victor Nikal, graduate architect by profession. Welcome Victor. And for my guests, if also want to follow them, you can follow Linda at Linda Career on Twitter, at Michael Auma on Twitter and yes. at at Vinikala on Twitter. Welcome. On today's podcast. Capacity for revenue development. Mm. Like of course Nakuru with the yeah. right. with all that. I'm telling you know uh, things that are happening on the ground. Meaning there will be more graduates with time. Like, we are going to have so yeah, many yeah. of them. Mm-hmm. Any PhD will be a normal degree. People work for, for, for pay. And man. People don't work to achieve things. Yeah. Today we start with the first session, is newspaper cutting session. And if any of us have a, has a quote or a phrase from newspaper, magazine, or social media that you want to share with us, feel free to, to do it. And I will start. I'll start with a, with a cutting from the Business Daily. It was on, on October 25th. Uh, the section is Ideas and Debate, and the writer went on to say that these mega development projects are now the stuff of legend. A standard gauge railway in two phases. First, the one parallel to an existing railway. Second, the one that thus far ends nowhere. A Galana Kulalu mega irrigation scheme that is reliant on a river that keeps changing its course. The mega dams that bear no relation to drought on the one hand or flooding on the other. The last mile electricity connection scheme that has us subsidizing the fixed costs of millions of non-consumers. Yet the promises keep coming. Big four and endless budget reallocations away from operations and maintenance. Basically, service delivery, building bridges and a report we shall read or not. More and more shiny projects, officially titled Vanity Projects. As if people lit buildings and roads. Thank you. Another another cutting or a newspaper. I think maybe we can talk a little bit about uh, those things you said. Yes. Okay. Yeah. What do you want yeah. to say about this? Is, <laughs> about this is not my opinion. <laughs> I think that's opinion. This is not we my have, opinion. We have, we, are, we have so many projects, but we are seeing nothing. I think it's Many unfair to call paper. Like the rural electrification, I think it's unfair to brand it together in those other what are we called shiny projects. I actually think that was a nice initiative. Yeah, that one I've seen it work. I've seen electricity to 
problem is that see, for electricity to pay itself you have mm. to connect factories you have to connect big projects yeah. when you connect these no, small areas hey, when you connect these small areas <laughs> the government will not get back its revenue you're, you're okay yeah, on yeah, a point that you're that. feeling for people who do not have light at their homes the, but for 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 us to pay the geothermal projects and all these projects that have been done by foreigners, we need to connect industries. Yes, I get that. But do you think the industry is going to get there first and then you take electricity there or you take electricity and then... The now thing is, out. right now at the moment, there's electricity like him, as you are distinguished by Potea. They keep switching them off, maybe during the day. Then at night, they will be if you've been if you've been to Shago, still in Apotianga every time and you wonder. Speaking of Ushago, they say in Western Kenya is where there is a lot of blackouts. Yes. A lot. And there is where they did the last mile connectivity a lot. You see now the 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 balance of getting the resource there and the return in revenue. Personally in Kakamega will only or maybe let's say Western. Mostly they use the, the electricity to charge their phones and maybe a radio or a television. That's very basic. Yeah. Then you find your the, the thermal plant, I think one well is how many billions? Just to connect electricity <laughs> to your home. <laughs> it makes no sense. No, but I feel it's important that it's like Kenyans, we, are we just thinking about making money for the country or are we thinking about taking over our own people? Improving your own, yeah, yeah, that's the whole point for the whole thing. We will pay the loan yes with time, but then I also feel it's important that we have electricity at Ushago where your grandma can listen to radio or something and keeping them in the dark because you want to make money for the government. There should be a balance. It's yeah. not only about like you're making, you're making, you're doing something to make money for the government, it should have like impact on the common mananchi. That's why we even have the big four agendas. It, the, 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 like the aim of the whole thing is impact the common mananchi. Even the guy who's living at a place whose no, name is not known, but the common Nairobian. So I feel it's still important that we have electricity for them. Being put under that category, as he said, it's so harsh. it is very harsh. It's <laughs> quite harsh. And also, yeah. I don't know, It's I, I kind of feel like Kenya has gotten into the habit of being a critic. Like you're critiquing everything. The SDR. Don't go there. <laughs> Problems of people saying they want their land paid like um, um, like a hundred times the cost. Yes, yeah. but they're building it within the railway reserve, so within the, the land. So it would be logic if you were to go and buy plots very far. No, it would be like ten times the extra. No, okay. No, but the question no. is, then why did they feel to need to build? Why did they build a new? Why not just use the renovating existing? the existing one? Yeah. It would it would have been cheaper. 
No, like before you guys critique something, who yeah. is first critique? Who came up with this? No, he's an economist. He's very learned. Management consultant and international. Where do they get that data from? Where Where do they get that data from? That is homework for me. Yeah? But oh, okay. uh, it's homework for me. <laughs> but I feel before you start critiquing a government project, yeah. Yeah. try and learn why they want to do whatever it is that they're doing. Yeah. No, Let's not get into a habit of always no, criticizing no, stuff. Right, let me, let me give you. to Nairobi, we say it's fine. But now, we say that, we, uh, uh, okay, I was saying that if this railway, SGR, was to come from Nairobi all the way to Kisumu, then to Kampala, it would have been more profitable. Yeah. But right it's now, if you come here, Suswa, Alafu Wanasema, they are going to build an inland port, which is not yet there. Now, if you've seen the passenger train from Suswa to Nairobi, it's almost empty. You cannot compare it to from Nairobi to Mombasa. From Suswa, before you access this these stations, they are beautifully designed, yes, and all that, but Akuna Jayakufika. Mtu wana imagine, sasa ni Tokyo Naivasha, I go there to Suswa, then the road is Sijuna Kali. Then if the train, Inifikisha Sukimau. Sukimau, then I take another mat, Inifikisha Tau. So you just go to Naivasha stage, take a matatu. Take a mat. Yeah, but if this thing was going all the way to Kisumu, because Kisumu is a port, there's a port in Kisumu. Mombasa, there's a port. And Uganda are doing business with Kenya from things from the port all the way to so they need these things to be transported. But now Kivika Suswa, there's no inland port where you're going to put these things if you take them from Mombasa. So educate me. So this project this the railway station is ending at Suswa. It's not going it's not going all the way. It's supposed to, to go out to Kisumu but to Aling. They said, is it no. an issue of funding or what is But is it like is it funding. no but is it something that they're still planning to do? Only that, like yeah, it's saying, it's yeah, over. Now, yeah, they, now they want to renovate the existing one now. <laughs> so they want us going to Kisumu. That's one they want to renovate. Now, now. yeah, they they do <laughs> That one is a whole subject on its own. It's yeah. on its own. Yeah. That's why they are saying it's heading to nowhere. Okay. okay. Right. And uh, the reason why we talk about government projects is because you, in the construction industry in Kenya, I think. 70% of significant yes. projects are government, government projects. projects. Yeah. And they have to be criticized. Like markets. Why do you build a market that is a story building? You want Kenyans to start going to markets and leave Ubandas. It's okay. <laughs> but how do you convince somebody to start going to this? You see, the, such questions. Mm. You help the government to, to see what's something uh, that will actually yeah, <laughs> 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 yeah. but it's not criticism in just criticism how was your week yeah. tell us how was your week what happened in the construction management part of our country was there any case i know smk have something uh, lined up for i think there was csr or something and also you can tell us you just know you have a CSR. Replanting. <laughs> replanting. Do you go for replanting for SMK first? <laughs> I was resting. You were resting this yes, week? Yes. Who went for the big five? I never went for the big five. How is it? 
I didn't go either. Steve, you want to go to the big five? I went to do business in big five, so it is. I didn't go to many stalls. Oh, something interesting this week. I just remembered. You know now, Nakuru is on its way to being elevated to a city. So that's one interesting thing. I think that development came up early this week. It was passed in the county assembly that they want to elevate it. It's something the governor has been pushing for. And yeah. uh, also, if my memory serves me right, I think it's because of the new constitution. Mm. And there is the, what is it called? This year they say they have, there is a town there. If you had a plan, I would have told us. Mm. The urban, the urban plan. Where they've described what is a town, mm-hmm. what is a municipality, then what is a city. Yeah, it's all if you've been to Nakuru. Not about, it's, not, it's not about development in Nakuru. No, they're it doing... It's just about that. <laughs> about that. <laughs> about that. To make it, I make it a city, to give it a city status. I live in Nakuru, so I know. Mm-hmm. So they embarked on building roads and all that to to just to Is make it, it achieve that status. I think... No, it's not about... I think the, what they look at... It's about infrastructure. It's no, not it's just the infrastructure, infrastructure. It's administration, also administration revenue, population. The population grows beyond a certain amount. Yeah. Then they start to consider. Population. Mm. The administration, administration of the town. Yeah. Capacity for revenue development. Mm. Like, of course, Nakuru with... With all I'm telling you know, things that are happening on the ground now. <laughs> now, there's what now they're, they're saying on paper what's happening now. If you be, when was the last time you were in Nakuru? I see you're not speaking. <laughs> <laughs> I, I live in Nakuru. I go there often. <laughs> there were no roads. Adi 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 Wow. So they were saying. No, but this, this was the argument. They're building those roads so that they can push for push for this thing started like in April this this year. They started building those roads so that they can push for the city status. So and if they get city status, of course, more investment comes in. Yes, and they also want to build an airport. Wow. Yeah, once they are a city, they are going to get an airport. Where will Nakuru put the airport? <laughs> 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 There's so much land. In the water. At planet. By the way, by the way, by the way they also want to bring a pyrethrum factory there. So that's also going to be a Yeah, because there's a lot of pyrethrum plantation in Molo, yeah. still in Nakuru County. These things for county business right now. As <laughs> long as there is a BBI in the air, just forget. <laughs> Nakuru maybe even not be a city or a town. Or you never know, but it's okay. Oh, it's already on the way. Okay. But it's not about development and everything. It's just politics. Because there are other towns that even match Nakuru. And, and deserve to be. And deserve to be. In fact, even for the last like ten years, it's like Eldorado in terms of the infrastructure, infrastructure yeah. look at the buildings. Even because yeah. Because Nakuru, be city. Yeah. the tallest building Tika in Nakuru is, is about population. 10 floors. The tallest yes. in Nakuru. Yes, about 10 floors. And it's not like them. It's only one. Then the rest are like 5, 6, 7. But in, in Eldoret, I've seen a 15-story building that. By the Eldoret, I think I should have been. So, on that list. Mm-hmm. Yeah. but what's what's uh, what's uh, uh, 
they are disadvantaged in the law that there are no roads like the law that the road that leads to Eldoret is just a single lane road. Oh, now my something that they should start my gloves in your in Nakuru's case now yeah. another question why do you see that let's say in Kenya all our cities are on are on one straight line mm-hmm. even when you look at the population yeah why is it that if you follow this straight line is where most mm-hmm. likely you'll it's find like a city it. or a town because do, do uh, you think there's a do you know roads <laughs> roads is what bring development yeah. and if you look yes. at Kenya where this development is where this road is a104 yeah. from mombasa all the way to kisumu, kisumu. Yeah. that's where you have major cities in kenya yeah. along that route yeah. because it's the major transport corridor in kenya that is correct but now making nakuru mm. a city mm. it doesn't really qualify as a city you see for me what i see as a city is maybe if it wouldn't have been on this road then you should have qualified as a no, city. No, but... Because that just looks like a stopover town or something. The same with Eldoret. No, the point is... The same with... Because so many people are going along that road, that A104, so many people are crossing from one side to the other. Mm. There are so many activities happening along the way. So many things being dropped from Mombasa. Some are going to be dropped in Nairobi, some in Nakuru. And some will come out of Nakuru to go to Nairobi, come out of Nakuru to go to... Just, so all that just, activity yeah. it makes it commercial commercial center but that's what but it's that, a good thing what being what a city anyway city it's it's growth yeah. one stamp but the still, city that's why there's a new yeah. you <laughs> the second corridor if you imagine if there was another way now you're going now if there, there, there are two ways be, yeah they will they say maybe upset and this other one. Yeah. then this Nakuru and these other towns that are along the way just doing commercial activities, mm-hmm. they clearly come out as just commercial centers. Mm-hmm. Then in between, maybe we can have now a real city. Where people converge and mm-hmm. good infrastructure and connectivity. Because Nakuru first thing, connectivity is not good. Yeah, it's not good. There's only one way to Nakuru. If there's traffic, people just... There's a lot of... In fact, traffic problems. has been building up because... <laughs> You have a two lane way, two lane way crossing, and then you go. It's around about there. The the main road into Nakuru and out of Nakuru is one. The same way. It's the same. You want to go to Eldoret, you have to pass through Nakuru. And you, we all but, know but that. I, I, I feel such projects are underway. Yeah. Like you see, if you if you if you make it big like that, you would even make structures like Kenha to want to go and and, and expand it. Also, so it's good for the economy as well. And the way Michael said, people follow infrastructure, and they follow especially highway infrastructure, because now you can be able to pass through. And and Nakuru being a city, I think it's a good thing as well. Yeah, because for the just for the present, you're Gina too. Nakuru city. We want to go to Nakuru. We want to go and live there. Yeah, which is a good thing. Two hours from Nairobi. Yeah, only two hours from Nairobi. Yeah. Nakuru city status for me is still not <laughs> <laughs> So you would prefer what what county to be road. city? What do you want now? So you want something that city? is not on this road to be a city. Now wait for Lapset. We can have Isiolo as a city. Yeah, Isiolo will be, yeah. Lapset will pass through Isiolo. Yeah, and but give it time. You see now when we have city. cities along, but I think mm-hmm. it's something that also is everywhere. Not the first time I've heard. Where mm-hmm. cities are these highways. Yeah, and the national trunk roads. Yeah. Can you, is there a city that is not on a highway, maybe no. in East Africa? No, it's because 
just by the mere fact that there's a road it means there's activity yeah it means that people will converge somewhere near that road. Yeah. people converge along places of interest so roads mm-hmm. maybe if there's a natural feature like uh, a lake people will be along the shores yeah. if there's uh, seashore people are going to be there so people converge yes. like that where there's something of interest something yeah. of interest yeah, yeah. so no this this no I, i i i love studying the infrastructure in the united states because i always wonder how like when you look every single country in the world probably the united states is the country that has the highest number of cities well built and all that yeah. cities and it's because of one thing dividing the country into states and then evolving from that like the way we are doing with counties yeah. but now you see now we are doing with counties but like it's like we are doing more stealing the money than putting it into development <laughs> see now if we have counties 47 counties each county should have a city the headquarters should have the city status and now the country now the county should be uh, putting some resources into making that town right now to become like a city now for example if you say you're going to Kakamega Kakamega county When you reach Kakamega town it has to look like a city so that you know you are in Kakamega the same way with this US cities when you go to California you Nona LA when you come to New York you have New York like that now every state has a big city the same way you should come to Kenya it doesn't matter whether it's in Mandela but you need to have no cool that you that the way I see it you need to have two things for that to work number one you need to have a lot of in those you can't go to a super remote yes. county and then expect that all of a mm-hmm. sudden you're going to have a nice uh, city inside there mm-hmm. you have to have people and then you have to have uh, something that is very unique inside that county that makes, makes it stand, it stand out, out. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Victor, then you take advantage of that Victor, mm-hmm. here you've just done the two points mm-hmm. if you take you back now to to the first cities or first first ones you have mm-hmm. london mm-hmm. you have rome have another niches in Turkey I've forgotten the name so they say these cities they came up because of vested interests okay. like you see London was financial 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 center financial mm-hmm. financial then people came and Rome you know it has a status for the Roman the Roman, yeah. the Roman empire let's <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. say the Roman empire was mm-hmm. there and there is maybe two or three other cities also maybe the the pope and the pope yeah. there was religious aspect yeah. it was mm-hmm. it was there was around, yeah. then even, I, even when we revive we rewind to the first city in the bible the first city in the bible before jerusalem before 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 <laughs> there was this city and the funny thing it, it came up because of interest yeah. of criminals because mm. the city of enoch after then it was Cain then Cain went to form a city if you read it that was the first city in the bible and it was formed by criminals you see when you have interests of people together yes, now if you come yes. to Kenya we go to let's say Mombasa it's very yeah. well yes. interests are there you can see the, you can see it if yeah. you go to Kisumu you go to Kisumu you can see the cultures you can meet all cultures in western and despite this road passing eh? yeah. if you come to nairobi you can see there are many different types of people and all everyone is in nairobi mm. you can see 
You go to Nakuru minus the highway. What is it? Nakuru people. They go one time and try in Nakuru town. Go check the census results. Even if some people are disputing. But I I need to add something. Yeah, something. If you go to But I I get the point of interest. Nakuru has a lot of interesting things. The, the aspect of agriculture. I live in a country. Aspect of Nakuru. This is just politics. Politics <laughs> one on. No, but I do feel what Victor said was was very important. Yeah. Uh, the whole aspect of if we could make it such that in Kenya, for every city you like, the, the, are they called urban planners? Yes. Like you, you always work in mind um, towards making. The way the way he was saying, every county to have like for it to pop like a city in its mm-hmm. own way. You know nowadays the problem with Kenyan infrastructure is people just build. Kunashamba is saying, "Look, okay, let's go build. Let's go build. Me go build my shanty there. I go build my shanty. My shanty there. Then my colleague says, I may have money. Let me do this high-rise building.' So I have a feeling if we had like every county um having in mind the concept of let's plan for this. If it is solo, even if yes. even if there are no people, yeah. yeah. What are what is solo good at? Yes. What is Marsabit good what at? What do we have? Yeah, yeah. What do we have to make it pop like with time? Yeah. Yeah. Then so good. that if someone has money, he has to last with the, that plan. You know, if you have yeah. money, yeah, you can do this, this kind of structures of, here. This is the type of structure we want you to build here. Yes. Not just anything. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 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 And that's how cities grow. Yeah. Uh-huh. Instead of the way we are doing it right now, is that you go. There are people just put yeah, structures, and yeah. then government comes with another plan, yeah. and then they are waiting for investors. <laughs> waiting Catch Yellow Tape episodes each and every Monday at 10 in the AM only on campusradio.co.ke. Welcome back. Today's topic of discussion is construction's industry and employment challenge. It is clear that construction projects in the country account for a significant portion of the national cake, that's the economy. A conclusion that is clear to any person's understanding of government's projects and agendas, such as the Big Four and the Vision 2030. Therefore, our discussion is based on the results of employment, where the number of unemployed or employed graduates and the transfer of skills and advancements of technologies are still lagging behind. To start, why are construction projects very costly and have minimal absorption of new skills and new employees maybe we start from somebody who's been in government and can tell us why are government projects very costly 
Linda. Why oh, government projects costly? Why is the footbridge costing 500? Do not quote me. But why do you think government have? Because you think government has a lot of leveraging power. Mm. If government can do a road per kilometer for 2 billion, <laughs> Coming to think of it as a private person, you want to do an own role. How much will it cost you times three? Because you have to pay tax and all these things. Mm-hmm. So why should the government No, but then, then let me ask you something. How many of these projects are costing two billion per kilometer? You know, guys are exaggerating <laughs> an expressway. There's so many projects that are going on. The Barabara outside here it's not costing two billion per kilometer. They are then like you see, if I'm to do an expressway, we're, we're building columns, we're building things I have to, we're importing things. It's it's not like a typical road. Those projects are cost, I don't know about the two billion, how they came up with it. But what there's so exporting? many government projects, sorry, there's so many government projects that are not costing that much per kilometer. That's, let's make that clear. Okay, but then you can say government projects are expensive. Yes. Okay, not expensive. I, I, I have, I have, it's, it's, it's okay. It's saying, it not, depends on the project. We are not saying expensive in a way of maybe purchasing. We are saying cost-wise. I think uh, what the Steve, cost when we re, when yeah. Yeah. I think what Steve is trying to say is if a private developer decides to do something with a piece of land yeah. and the government wants to do the exact same thing, somehow the government will put in Make more money. Slightly. And why is that? Yes. Yet it should be the other way around. I yeah. will pass that one. <laughs> I don't want to speak on behalf of the government. <laughs> <laughs> no, you have no, you have no opinion. My, my opinion. Why? Yeah, what do you think? What I think. Yeah. Why, why is it if you compare, let's say, the expressway? Uh, let's yeah. say SGR, something that is already done. Mm. It costs us... Like Maybe there the, is some sense billion. of corruption. And how, many, yes. how many civil engineers <laughs> do you know? Yeah. That uh, graduated and went to work for SGR. How many do you know? Okay. How many construction managers? How many architects do you know? <laughs> just a number. I, ju- I just know people. So it means that out of out of four hundred billion, mm. we still cannot identify with maybe three of our colleagues. Mm. So how much does the government have to bring to close the gap? Maybe it has to do projects for one trillion for us to have one person to participate in the project. Why is it that? <laughs> wow, that's a big one. Yeah, because the 400 billion will go to what? To ballast cement. <laughs> that <laughs> no, is sure not transfer of technology. That is business. <laughs> no, I think maybe one factor could be a lot of those projects. China Communication Construction Company. Uh, yeah, so maybe that's why we don't know so many people in the, the, yeah. the thing is the thing is the way the government contracts work now with the Chinese the Chinese load you the money. They don't give you the money. They don't just watch quick four hundred million of the yeah. This man tell us being led, don't tell us led, led, led by led Zip Bank of China. <laughs> don't tell us things. Take the money and gives to CCC. 
that one is not now CCC color. now starts implementing it now and then CCC goes and brings its people its own professions and then Kenyans are the, the now laborers <laughs> there are very few professionals <laughs> involved now in, the, in those projects that's why you can't go and find your friend your your, your fellow civil engineers <laughs> but you can go and find someone there Like but then again, I, I guess you see in... the packages that come is design and build. Mm. Most of these projects are uh, they they work. They don't they don't just build only. They take it as a package, design package. and build. Makes Meaning sense. they're the ones who design from China. So getting a local who is see na patanga number edit put a junction here, not here. But you see, it's not the actual design. Maybe that's the sad part. And similar to that, so what you're saying, so the skills are not being transferred also, to the also common. similar to what you're saying is something I've also seen. The design and build mm-hmm. is also not working well with our consultants. Because yeah, you won't bring any yeah. new idea. Yeah. You, you just you edit not. the design. Yeah. And editing a design, you don't need a yeah. whole team of engineers. Yeah. 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 So you employ less. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's the question. That begs yeah. the question. Why? Why is it expensive? Mm-hmm. Because when, when they were criticizing SGR in terms of cost, they said that like, it's the most expensive. Expensive, yeah, in, in Africa. Some were arguing that with that cost, we could have even had better, like, Something like that. Electric. Electric. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I had those. Yeah. those there were those arguments. I'm yeah. not sure about. And even they were saying, like, are they, I think those. Is it in Tanzania or Uganda? Tanzania. 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 And they're saying it's like, yeah, and they're saying it's even not the price that we yeah. have done our mm-hmm. really line here. And even and also and actually look at this trend. The more you are ranked corrupt, the more the more it's expensive. Nigeria is ranked like the most, the corrupt, most corrupt country, country in Africa. They are SGR. Is more expensive than ours. Yeah. <laughs> now ours is now second most expensive. Ethiopia's is third expensive. Now you see now. Then the thing oh, with the Ethiopia. What what I heard with the Ethiopia is that they yeah. use a lot. They employ a lot of mm. of their own people. Mm. Mm. There's a lot of a transfer, transfer of skills. Transfer yeah. skill. But yeah. for Kenya, we I think you're lucky. Because now, yeah, because the Chinese. When did this year start? 2013. Can can now a Kenyan company? do SGR without Chinese. I mean, it should be that way. Yeah. They, like, let's look at Japan, the way they were trying to, the way they were trying to, to develop after Second World War. They imported skilled labor from USA, from Germany, from Europe, most parts of Europe. And the Japanese government also sent its students to these countries to go and learn. Right now, Japan builds the best trains and railways in the world. Wow. No, no country yeah. beats Japan. Yeah. And they borrowed the technology from Germany. Yeah. And all that. Yeah. Why can't we do that here in Kenya? Because the Chinese are coming here, they're building railways. And then they're leaving. There are no Kenyan, there's no Kenyan company yeah. that can do what the and Chinese do. Well. Yeah. Even on roads. Mm-hmm. The Chinese have been, doing, have been doing roads here since Kibaki's time. And there is no Kenyan company that can do roads like the Chinese. There is no Kenyan company that can do roads the way Chinese do. Because there is no transfer skills. Yeah. To China, it's like it's business for them. Mm-hmm. They so, don't want Kenyans to learn so, so that they keep doing it. <laughs> so do you think there should be maybe accountability? Let's say if we expound the role of the 
auditor general in in a way that how much you should audit these consulting firms. Yeah, they should limit how much is is foreign. Yes, yeah. how much is foreign. Yes. But but I do know there were trainings. But you see, the problem is these things you have to practice. The the problem with anything design you have to practice. You just can't go and learn how to use civil 3D and then you go and sit home. You will forget it. That's a problem. There have been trainings. I have a thing for my classmates who went who are working with uh, the SDR. They went for the external training for two was it two two weeks. Came back, but then you don't design, so you will forget. Yeah, you, you will definitely forget. You need to practice, and then you see in Kenya we're not having. For the SGR, it's it's a bit limiting because we're not having many SGR projects. It's a one-time. It's like a one-time thing. Of. I love you forget it for the next hundred years. Like the current railway, you don't know it was since So in short, they should also do the same thing the Japanese. Yeah, you yes. send people out. Send people yes, send learn. people out so and learn, and they come and implement. Yes, let's, yeah. let's say them. you see, we have SGR. You 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 know you know Lapset also will have an SGR. Yeah. From Labu all the way to Ethiopia. Yeah. Now. There were serious people learning about how to build this chair. Even when we completed the first phase, Mombasa to Nairobi, that's five years. That's more than enough time for for a company to learn those new techniques and implement. Yeah, come and implement. So, in fact. We should be talking about phase two of the of the SGR being done by a, a, a Kenyan, Kenyan company. Yeah. Yeah. The lab set. Yeah. We should be talking of maybe a Kenyan company, and uh, probably because of the tendering process and gave it to someone else. We should be talking of the Kenyan company uh, partnering with but I think a, a company that's already there to do the, the, the second know, phase. Lab, lab set yeah. yeah. I think also when we talk of this, you know, when companies meet, they meet at a point. You see. Like you open your construction company right now, mm-hmm. for you to meet with, uh, let's say, Actis on one table, you have to meet at a point where <laughs> you know nobody takes advantage of you. And I yes. think most Kenyan companies are not at that point yeah. to go and sit down and take a whole SDR project. So even the other project, let's say maybe absent. Yeah, and not not necessarily because of they don't have the their wisdom, <laughs> the knowledge. It's because they don't have the financial, the financial muscle to be able to take up this this project. And I also think, actually, on that point, I also think that might be a reason why government projects end up being expensive. Because if you're a contractor, you're taking, you're doing a project for the Kenyan government, and you know these these guys, they they don't pay in time. Yeah. I'm going to wait three years before I get my first payment, yeah. and I'm going to be expected to still deliver. Yeah. So you know you must cover that risk. Yeah. And how so you exaggerate the cost. Yeah. yeah. And then you say those the the thing with we Chinese everything they do import duty is extra. Them that you can import things anything construction they can import without paying tax. When you say to Kilatagari you have to pay duty tax VAT at the port. So then, then they, they bring in their cheaper stuff. Even cement, the the company you're working for, they're making them even they're making everything for themselves because they can import at a very cheap price. But Kenyans, we don't have that incentive. Uh, For a Kenyan contractor, if you're going to buy bamboo cement, bamboo cement at the rates at the factory. For them, they can go do their own shenanigans and import cement from the country. I think also, also the National Construction Authority, it has to take up a role, like. You see, even Chinese, they have this investment fund for construction, construction investment yes. fund. They yeah. build it into yeah. 
where you can get the money fast as a contractor. I think that is also what NCA yeah, they NCA has go in that direction. somehow. Mm. They they don't have financial aid so to speak. Yeah, it would yeah, be good yeah. if, if Kenyans and they, they, boost, say, their yeah, they boost their own contractors. Then contractor will not have to yeah. Think of or consultants will not have to think very hard on how to employ mm-hmm. other yeah. people. Yeah. I think that has also happened in Ghana last last week. Was that African Investment Conference? Mm-hmm. I think in South Africa, and mm-hmm. the Ghanaian president was saying they have the Ghanaian Investment mm-hmm. Fund, mm-hmm. and they are building the first sky train. The wow. suspended train. The first one in, in Africa. But yeah. the fund has helped them a lot. Yeah. So for Kenya also, I think uh, yeah. that's a, that, that that's can be an option we should be heading. to, yes. to, to yes. get more employees. Because mm. also, moving just forward, Kidogo, mm. you find that the government now created this internship for graduates. Mm. Do you think it's working? No. Not those who have them are not even being paid. Yeah. I am First an of all, you're not myself, <laughs> and I'm being How paid. is your experience? You, you tell are, us. You are one in a hundred, maybe <laughs> a billion who are being paid. Leave alone even the being paid part. Are you getting the experience and the. I'm not a giant. No, no, no. No, no. No, see, the thing is, me, I feel yeah. as much as we're saying, oh, Gava, Gava, my life is in my hands. Yeah. Not in the hands of the government. If I want to learn, I will learn. Mm. I am working as an intern, wherever it is I'm working at. Yeah. And I'm putting myself in places where I can learn. Mm. But if you choose to go, now compare the people who are, are interning the same. And they have had more opportunities to learn than they have. Simply because, they're like, I don't know, you know you have to start somewhere. Our parents, I mean, when I finished, that as I didn't even go to school. So my first mshahara was four, 400 books. And they made it work till the point where they're living like really good lives. So people, when they finish school, they expect everything. So when they go to work, they go with an attitude of, you know my pay grade. Mm. And you see your aim only is mshahara. You're not there to learn. You're there, you're chilling for the end month. But if you want, <laughs> let me tell you something. If you want to learn, you will learn. You will learn. Me currently, I'm enjoying my internship period, and I'm getting experiences. I'm working under PBC. Uh, it's maintenance work, not necessarily structural, but because I ask, I'm given projects where I can design stuff, I can practice. Even under PBC, as much as there's no design, a lot of design work, I learn, I learn how to manage. So even if I won't be like an employee of Kenya, which I hope I will be, I can be able to learn how to um, you know, build a company and do construction. You see, run construction. I may feel it's attitude. For me, this, this attitude of Kenya is depending on But I would say, okay, fine. On one hand, you're right. Yes. Generally, Kenyans have this thing of uh, money first. People work for, for, for pay. People don't work to achieve things, yeah. which, which is a wrong mentality. Yeah. But, <laughs> hey, yeah. well, that's a good one. Yeah. 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 We don't have to achieve. 
And then the thing is, you you see, if you're working for money, you know your aim is making money. Corruption, no, it will come in very quickly. Because there's someone who you know you don't even want to learn. Let me tell you, I have people. Um, okay, not me. Like just stories of people when they're conversing, people live not necessarily who work for the company I'm working for, but other places. They're like, oh, my share is this, but you see, you have to make money. You see, the engineer is not there to learn or even to try and implement. They're like, how will I improve my mshahara? So what will I, you know, you're, to, like, you're, you're doing things. You're very quick to compromise that you can have an extra income. Not necessarily you want to be a great engineer, and that's the problem. Or a great architect, or a great, or a great construction manager. So you can, can say in the end of it, it's working. The internship graduates. You know, now, I'm <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying it's working. I agreed that there are some people who have the wrong mentality and mm. it's a general cultural thing. And it's a yes. But at the same time, in many of those offices, they don't want to expose interns enough. They want, you know, they want to be able to subdue people. So they want to be able to close you in your office. They keep, like I know offices where you go there, you told you are limited. Yeah. Yeah. But you want to go to the field to, yeah, do, what? to, do, to what? do what? You're kept there. You're a tool. Um, you're a tool for well, the people who are being Exactly. Oh, okay. yeah. So I wouldn't say that it's just a studio. It's a combination. It's a combination of things. Yeah. Especially, I don't feel like Gava, they, they treat their interns. They don't expose them well enough. At least in, mm. in my experience. In experience. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Then also something else. Like, you are, you're being told you are an intern. Say, okay, you'll, you'll do internship for, let's say, six months. Then what happens after six months? Oh, yeah. Do they absorb you? Do, they, have, do, they, do yeah. they let you go? Now, that's where the problem is. Most of us have done internships. You do internship, then that's it. Go. <laughs> you are, whatever you learn for six months, now you go back home and stay for another six months. You forget it. Yeah. There is no that structure for the sense of doing internship is not that you are absorbed. absorbed yeah. And also, the reason why people accept that low salary, 20K, sometimes even 10K, mm-hmm. 15, is because they are looking forward into to something else. Yeah. Because honestly, the life in Nairobi right it's now. It's expensive. What are you doing with 20K? Yeah, it's true. <laughs> so you find people are going for those internships on a familiar for that time because they know I'll be absorbed after mm-hmm. three months, after six months. And then I'll be given this this amount of salary. Then when that six months is over, they are not absorbed. Yeah, go back go home back and then home. they're discouraged. Yeah. You tell them again about internship they don't want. Yeah. Now they want a to job. be employed and yeah. a job and yeah. be given a contract. Yeah. Now that's the problem now. But internship has to work. Maybe it's the the they make internship sound like it's not employment. Yeah. Then they make it to sound like yeah. it is yeah. not work. Yeah. But it is a, if it's a system that is followed up very well, it will work. Because you cannot also go to a farm and claim to be an engineer. You have to learn the skills. You have to learn the culture. the culture of the company. <laughs> but I think I understand from where my code is coming from. Even even the, the statement that I made of people try and make money in other means, it's because life is not cheap. Mm. So as much as you have an attitude of I want to learn, there's also that aspect of I need to survive. Mm. Yeah. 
If you are not comfortable, yeah. if you are not sleeping enough, if you are not, if you if you are living in a place where could insecurity, how can you? Can you, you cannot, you cannot go beyond maybe five. You'll mm. be wondering how you'll get home. So, but no, no. My only concern is how do we change the narrative? Like you see, this thing of uh, you are like under the mercy of an employer. How do we change that narrative so that you feel empowered? You see, when you're saying an in, when you when you're like tagging yourself uh, as an intern, uh, it's like you are under the mercy of somebody else. Yes. You're not feeling up. You're just like you're like a victim. Well, after six months, what next? But that's how it's that's how it's played out in those companies. Yeah. You're treated like. Lesser. No, no, you that's know. that treatment. But then my question is, mm-hmm. like, um, like the statement I made: "My life is in my hands." Mm-hmm. Not many Kenyans have that mentality. It's my life is in the hands of an employer or government. Like Nikota Patakazi Kenha or Kura or or an architect. What will I do with myself? You know, like how do we change the narrative? Is the story to change from is a government internship programs working to how um, how are uh, are people empowered in themselves? Like I don't know if you get me. Yes, I'm getting you. Yeah. I'm getting you. The, we move from that space of feeling like you're like a victim. You're like, oh, beg me, beg but, you. But what I think also is maybe the structure of the internship. Yeah. Also, I think yeah. if you're going for internship in a place where you expect something that is not there, I don't know. Maybe the structure of how you are doing your internship. Or even if the you go to a farm where there is no structure. Yeah. Because. There are these good farms where they have a structure. They only take a, a minimum number of interns, mm-hmm. but they are taken through like uh, the whole process and in yeah, the end of and it, they're absorbed. They're absorbed yeah. in the system. Yeah, or they're empowered. So they're empowered. Or, or they're empowered. empowered. They get networks. Yes, so they get networks. Yes. Be empowering. At Ish, the end of yeah. internship, you should, should come out. Helpless. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Also, yeah. the thing is, mentality with the mentality that's right now is that if I give internships. Yeah, and kind of say then competition. This university churning graduates like nobody's business every year, every year, every mm. year. And once they're oh. out, they're looking for internship. No, so you, no, you are, when you're there, the, on the point of universities, yeah, we can skip, we can marry them with the internship. Yeah, in a way that you say the universities are not; they have a role to play yes. in in getting this. After graduation, universities should have a role. Because you cannot uh, be manufacturing cars and in the end of it you don't have drivers. Yeah. <laughs> you don't know how they get to the customer. Yeah, you have, yeah. of you have, you have an idea of where it's going where it's to. Going. Yeah. Yes. So, see now, universities are churning graduates. Then these graduates have nowhere to go. You as an intern, there, you, there's no way you'll have a higher bargaining power than the employer because there are many interns, many graduates out there looking for that opportunity to be an intern. Then the the culture that is that that, that exists now, it's like these companies are just taking advantage of this internship so that they they spend labor. less money yeah, yeah. on labor, and and then they have whatever they they have. So see, they. 
give you internship for three months after that there's nothing else they take another internship like there's this i know a company it's not in construction but it's in uh, it do uh, deals with computers and all this got a contract uh, to dust computers and all that this work is done by interns Inter- like how how long will you take to teach someone to dust a computer it doesn't take much so interns from who have done computer science software engineering and all that that's what they do and you are an intern so you are paid <laughs> so you are an intern you are paid 10k and you look at the content of the look yeah. at the content of the of the of the contract they are being paid like 40 million to dust computers the whole year Wow. Many, yeah, I think that's like someone can come out feeling like they are not empowered because you see you don't know anything. You've yes. been there for six months, but you, if you're given a computer like this, you can buy coronavirus, you don't even know where to start. Yes. But you see, you see the thing is, uh the vision 2030 is education like one of the uh like the visions like in the vision board of Kenya is they want to empower people through education meaning there will be more graduates with time like we are going to have so yeah, many yeah. of them mm-hmm. any phd will be a normal degree like a common degree oh, it's at a point but the thing was my point was but check countries like japan they have a very high population right yeah. education also is very high there yeah. and there are also very many graduates yes. but how come we don't have many people in japan who are Because that attitude of oh please help me okay i think also the fact of the matter is we all go and end up doing the same level we all competing to be in the service industry the, too. yeah those few things those the, sub- yeah those few mm. those few things we are all competing for but mm. i think people should be looking to acquire more technical skills because yes. things like uh, new technology stuff yeah technology exactly yeah. even things inventing are, things yes inventing things people who can make uh, you know even carpentry metal work yeah uh, even building skills yeah, yeah. No, electrical work. those those practical skills yeah. are the ones that are more in need as opposed to service but if everyone wants to be Sounds white collar jobs white, white collar jobs yeah. they, they are living a big gap here at the bottom yeah. you see yeah. but yeah. people that's, people, that's people end up in the service because the people who are ahead of us told us that that, shown is, that is what we have created for us to get absorbed in yeah it is there, it is up to them maybe to you find a if you go to a, uh, maybe a consultant you find a consultant who also has a workshop it's very rare find a consultant who also has machinery it's very rare because and who knows how to use them and can give you an extra skill so when you go there doing your design work you can also get handles of machine machine and invest in your own machine so it's very hard because the people who are there before us they have already created that system where it is service 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 also think about our education system because i think to me according to my opinion it's very sad you're 18 years old and you're not skilled mm. and that's the age that we complete from four so we get out of high school with you're not skilled except you, people who did themselves yeah you don't know anything you don't know you go to the university for four years honestly 
university education in Kenya. In yeah, it's just paperwork. It's, it's yeah. a business. It's Those a guys want to make money. Because they give you I a degree. <laughs> you go home. You see now, I did construction management. And when I was done, after four years, I could not even... You don't even live with confidence. Yes, imagine. it's true. And someone was done diploma yeah. and do that. Yeah. Construction management. Yeah. So I think where we need to go is that we need to build skills. Let's touch mm. a university, kusoma kusu management. Yeah. Then you are, you put yourself about management. You go to the industry. You cannot be a manager. You have to replace me. Yeah. I, need someone, I need someone who can supervise a wall. Yeah. And then you don't want to supervise a wall. Then they're asking now. Now, who are you? what's the point of having you? If yeah. I have someone who has not gone to school, then mm. can supervise a wall. Yeah. Or someone who has done diploma can put up a wall. And you can't now. Yeah. I don't need you here. Yeah. Yeah. The problem with the education system. Yeah. Let's think about it backwards now. Yeah. Starting from the time you were maybe during high school. Start thinking of technical skills, technical things that people can learn from there. So that when you're done with Form 4, at, you are employable. Yeah, yeah, or you can employ yourself. Yeah. You, you can, you can employ yourself. You can, you can yeah. imagine you are 18 year old, you'll be happy working in a construction industry kichomelea yeah. your time and probably getting 20k. Yeah. I'm telling you, you'll be happy. But right now, you go through I, degree, You've been a degree and at the attitude, if you have a degree, you'll get 50k and yeah. then you go to the industry and disappointed. Yeah. Or, even, or even you yeah. can go with your degree and get the 50k, but mm. in the end of it, 10 years from your employment, you have no skill. Yeah, you have no skill. skill. The only thing you can yeah, do is true. do a calculation. They should, maybe <laughs> they should balance. Me, I was thinking, if they're going to revise the education system, they should balance. Even if you're doing a degree course, half the time you spend should be something you can do with your hands. Yes. Yes. Mm. Very, very technical. On the ground. Practical. Mm. Yes. Yeah. So that even when you're doing the theory bit of it, it's mm. grounded on, on yeah. the practical. On the practical. But you go to the university right now, it's class, then you end up moving. It's a series. Yeah, I can tell you. When I finished campus, I was like, what? <laughs> 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 I'm like, for me to design a house, yeah. you know, it's very different when it's paperwork. It's very different. Very different. And you see, whatever it is you're learning in school, the point is to pass exams. Yeah, it's like you format your brain. Like to my mother, theory of structures. Hey, hey, let's forget. What is this materials? You need to pass papers. Yeah. But I think it's good that the new curriculum is coming. And yes. you see, even kids nowadays, like most of us may learn how to do dishes when I was a bit older. But you see, at least nowadays, kids are learning how to do like hands on skills from a young so age, so which is, young, a, yeah. From from a young age and, and also the whole aspect of the uh, at least our kids will have that aspect of their learning uh, problem solving and you know fixing things themselves yeah, yeah and i hope it will f- it will flow into the university and also do a lot of entrepreneurship no one wants to create jobs and, and i think that's a problem because <laughs> now you when you leave you you come out f- that feeling of like I am at your mercy. You I see, need, I, I need, need someone. Yes, mm. I need someone to give me a job. I need someone I need to give some, me a job. And after you see, even you can't even think of let me go and get the job myself. And you but, don't even know how to start because mm. me, if you're telling me to start a construct a consultancy, but like me, I'm going to kill people. But I don't know what it is I'm, I'm, I'm doing, you know. And that, that that it it made me feel a bit vulnerable. And mm. you see, like oh please help me because I didn't know how to. Luckily, like, if I left campus, I love you. You're not being trained like you're being like you, they're helping you forming yeah, your brain such a way that yes, like you can be mm-hmm. you can do it. If if you if you don't get a job, you can have your own company. Start small, mm-hmm. do a, a, a design, yes. and you trust yourself to do it. Mm-hmm. That would be better. It would be better. Yeah. So for 
in conclusion, conclusion. is it that is it that there is the opportunities and there is employment and the construction industry is productive what do you think just to conclude then we'll be in a summary what can you say in terms of the internship or in terms of mm. construction mm. and productivity mm. is whatever being put invested in infrastructural projects is it productive in individuals in bringing new talent in bringing in, in closing the gap on, a, on, on unemployment is it improving people's livelihoods maybe engineers are getting paid better and all this I, I would say I would say in the recent past recent past Of course, there's more infrastructure coming up, and uh, that means more people are being employed. Just not the, not in the mid-level jobs. It's the people with the skills who are getting more jobs. People coming out of the vocational training institutes. I think more of them have something to do in the recent past more than ever. But the people with the theoretical <laughs> skills are struggling. You have to be really good, really good to make it. So, Mikey can say that. <coughs> can you say if if the people with degrees and less technical skills, how can they bridge the gap and still see opportunities that are in the these guys who have been paid twenty thousand these casuals, yeah. mostly are technical skilled. These guys with degrees are rarely employed as casuals. Yes. And the opportunities in a company is limited. It's like four people with degrees. The rest so how can how can you how can you what can you say about that? How 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 can how can you bridge the gap between the company, the skilled and the technical? Okay. <coughs> we started this conversation with why contracts are going to the Chinese and all that, and for me, I see my opinion. I see all these things are connected because Chinese are being given contracts because there's no they are not skilled. There are no people are skilled in, in, the, in the country, and then the education system. Now, if we if we if we change our education system right from where these children are, you look at the you look at the you look at the the passion of these students as they grow up as they grow up and you channel them there so that they can learn the required skills uh, not just here but then you also blend with the technology that's going on out there so that as this person grows they grow up with those skills if we change our education system we won't have people who have degrees and that they are unemployable because they will have the skills probably uh, the degree person feels like I cannot do this one because it's below me. I have a degree because that's the feeling that I'm being a skier. I feel like no, probably this is something, this is a skill that I should have learned maybe when I, when I was in high school. If I, if I told my passion was in 
construction this is something that i should have learned long time ago na ndiko nimefanya so that it's there in my cv i can do this i can do this and by the time niko na graduate the university level i have a degree you are more you are more equipped to work as a as a as, as that labor and also you umeongezea degree you are more of a manager there unaona you are skilled na wewe mwenyewe pia you will be confident your skill the thing is also we kuna degree and then you know you are not sure of yourself because no you are not sure whether you have these skills or not but through changing the education system you'll be skilled you'll be sure of yourself and also if you don't get that job you can also create because you know you have the skills you can create so if we build now if you're turning now graduates who are skilled i don't see the way these contracts will go to the chinese and even if they go they are going to employ the skilled labor here and also that the government now when you when you are when you are uh, negotiating for these packages let them, let them even if it's being done by foreign companies let them tell them the labor the skilled and unskilled labor that you're going to use is from our people uh, the materials you're going to get is from here so that that money even if we are borrowing it it is being spent in our economy that way the economy grows but right now it's like now we give you the contract to build road then you want to bring a cement from china that money and you are not employing our people we are building the chinese economy on our land yeah so linda do you think there are, do you think there are skills out there maybe uh, let's say technology um, just hands on skills that a graduate can look out for to improve their chances of employability and all that you think the skills out there you can someone can go and improve on their degree like you mean in terms like of you mean when they say when they say that when they say that you have to to have new skills for you to be uh, they make us said there is the part where we got the degrees and we had less skills on ourselves mm-hmm. so right now we have our degrees and you want to be more marketable you know in a place where foreigners are competing with us do you think there are skills there we can go for like let's say we can learn the new softwares we can improve on programming we can are these things that yeah. make us better engineers yeah. we can learn how to operate machines how to run a workshop how to how to use different materials on the ground yeah i think that the I think I think that the opportunities are there for those who seek them. <laughs> they are there. This the forums for learning are there. If you need if you if you are passionate about design, there are those schools where you can learn on software design come out in practice. Maybe there are forums for learning. But maybe there are less there are fewer forums for practicing. Okay. Yes. Yeah you can go and nice learn. Idea. Yeah you can learn but then where do you practice if you don't have a job? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the part for the job is say maybe the who will create the jobs now? The government. Who <laughs> <laughs> will create jobs? Yeah, just, uh, <laughs> let me tell you let me tell you something. Still. I there's this time I went for a conference. <laughs> 
happens. It was for ladies only. You know the way. No, no, it was. What? Why? Yes. The bullet here is. Now, me ni kwafo. I'm thinking me ni engineer. But then when I went there. I found unajua that narrative kwa sababu siko nataka home mama sasa baada kuna do me I was in a match and then I met this other lady and I said ah Kenya kuna pesa when I went for that meeting we in the same Kenya same 2019 same everything yani everything the same everything but these ladies are like guy I am swamped at work I am making so much money I don't even know what to do with it <laughs> same thing same Kenya same blood like see, people because- they have the entrepreneurship skills yes you see they are alafu yeah. and then and then the thing was no and then the thing was no 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 the thing was yes yeah we can match them the yes, thing yeah. was mm. they are the story them they're not waiting for people to go and help them mm. our least serikali said they're not crying oh serikali what you do do for me oh sidi company ya chinku what you do for me employ me sijo give me skills no they go and expose themselves expose yourself go expo- gosh expose yourself, Sell yourself. network with people i came out i came out uh, from that meeting with networks no, networks one, one i came up said this good building networks build building your networks, networks. expose, expose yourself. yourself get yeah. yourself in places where you you get your mind off the mindset of i need help serikali za idea oh tena we employ me oh did you what if i'm just to say just still on that point eh? mm. i think the first step is if you get really skilled if you get skilled yes then you get confidence in what you can do yes. then you can go and tell and people pitch this. your idea yeah. yes pitch your idea do. and say and like yes so start with the skills yes, yes. get the skill if you yes. have the skills you have the confidence get the skill get the networks not yeah. not, not networks for at you need you know you have to know people who know people who know people no no that one for corruption yes. <laughs> it's the one for if i, I need, need if done. i need something done i, I can, can call it I, yeah i can do it for you and also build the confidence in yourself to know can do it yes and you know yes. the other thing i've also come to realize because we have uh, i've been through those phases of okay you're also looking for something to do and what the thing is the better you get at something the more you're able to see gaps where you where you can, can, can be able to be applied yeah. because you you know you you've been in that thing so much you know where it's needed yes you get yeah yes. and then give solutions like you know don't be those people in the company who are always picking yeah. up problems. Uh, okay, so there's a problem here. Then, like but yes, but then I have this solution <laughs> that I can give. Yes. But there there are opportunities in Kenya. There are people who have so much jobs they don't do know. Even the employers who have jobs but they don't know who to employ. They don't know who. Because you see, yeah, you know there's a company it was um Bitco when they were when they were opening the factory down in Kiambu now when they had the, yes so yeah so before okay so when they were looking for a financial person people came with their CVs Kenyans like how much okay so how much do you think you're going to pay as a thing around 20000 like okay another hand comes and says i want half a million like okay cool the other hand comes and says i mean i think 300 but come if i meet even before they bargain they are just looking at you you already bargain ma'am i'd say 300 but i'll 250 i'll accept they say the ex all those people because you are too cheap for them because if you're that cheap meaning you even the, the, your output is not as good yes. 
they had to import yani they, they got someone from germany to go and work for them as a financial advisor because his mshahara was like 1.4 and he's like you by them helping you i want a car and a house yeah, because he knows yes. what he brings he, yeah he knows what he brings yes. to the table so if you table? if you if you have that mindset of i know my value mm-hmm. i can do this for you and actually do it very well you very will well. find jobs but you see if you don't know and you want a big salary and then you're all there always crying and saying there's a problem you're here confident, you yes know. you're not confident you're just there as an idea you will always say there's no work and now, then can you do something not else so i've realized to finish mm-hmm. you have to realize first yeah. Yeah. <laughs> let me let me just say something i've observed uh, like the best entrepreneurs have in Kenya people Yeah, they started from scratch yeah. zero that contractor who's doing that project for half a billion alifika class 4 yeah. he doesn't even speak no back to ili alifika class 4 this is my point i'm not saying that you see now what what i'm trying i'm trying to put up cross is that education system is that we are all channeled to want employment that's the culture yeah, that that's we have yeah. students no one wants to go and create jobs but Now you see now someone who does not have education one way or another he has That's to survive it, yeah. he has to think he has to be creative yeah. to be, but now let's combine the education and entrepreneurship mm. that Yes that's creativity. You're going to go far. And it's not really about the education but do you see that guy I'm telling you the project is worth half a billion. Mm-hmm. He reached class 4. That guy can't make can't speak proper Kizungu. They make and make a sentence. <laughs> Him and he will come and insult you but he has his his street smart. He has the confidence a lot of money makes more money. Mm-hmm. Where well, uh, him he's doing four five projects worth half a billion another 200 million now yani he has so much yeah. and really someone who guy. doesn't have that guy is not is not my good example <laughs> that is a topic for another day so maybe to conclude we can say that you need to practice get good at what you're doing yeah. then you need to build networks And that is what Jengana is here for you're building networks you are connecting with people you've never connected before with and through this you never know so to our next segment events to look forward to in the week anyone with anything in mind the week is job jobs india mm-hmm. thank you guys for listening and today i leave with one quote about it over the week Give a man a fish and feed him for a day. Show a man how to fish and feed him for a lifetime. Gina Kenyatta. Catch Yellow Tape episodes each and every Monday at 10 in the AM only on campusradio.co.ke. Yeah.